The following audio is from The Springs Church. More information about The Springs Church is available at thesprings.cc. Hey, welcome. We are so thankful that you are, are here this morning. If you're joining us online or if you're here with us this morning, we are so thankful that, that you are here, which is a, a very special Sunday for us. Yeah, if you're, if you're visiting with us today, if, if this is your first time to, to be at the Springs, you are here on a special Sunday. You know, the entire month of February, uh, we call it our mission month, and, and we spend uh, this time, our classes and our worship time, uh, just gathering together and praying and singing and worship and, and talking and uh, asking God to move in us and through us and amongst us and, and despite us sometimes, right, with his mission in the world. And today, today is our Mission Sunday, and, and you heard Brian say, we're going to take up a contribution here in a few minutes that uh, is going to fund our mission efforts around the world. The folks that, that we've been talking about, so uh, if you're a guest here today, you are our honored guest. You are most welcome on this uh, this Sunday. You know, um, this is a, a special Sunday for me. Uh, because, you know, my brother and uh, my sister-in-law are joining the mission efforts here at the Springs, and, and we're really thankful for that. We're, we're uh, proud of them and their work in Japan and in, in Cambodia. So um, it, it's, a spe- it's particularly special. And if that weren't enough, my mom is here with us. Yeah. And uh, you know the the pandemic was was hard on 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 most of us, wasn't it? And uh, you know we weren't able to to be together, being in the U.S. and being in Canada and being in in Japan. We didn't get to see each other. We didn't get to be together for for over two years. So we're kind of soaking it up now, and uh, it, it's good for us to have uh, the time together because she's here. I'm on my best behavior. Uh, let me tell you. Now, I, th- I think uh, some of you will find this very, very hard to believe what I'm about to share. But in, in the, the church that I grew up, the Ontario Street Church of Christ in St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada, we sat sort of over in this general area, kind of towards the front. And right at the front, there was a door uh, that went outside the main sanctuary. And occasionally, maybe frequently, my parents took me out that door to administer some instruction (laughs) when I was a young boy, and I'm happy to report that hasn't happened yet in the service today, so I've been on my best behavior uh, because my mom's here, but we're so thankful she's she's with us. We're having a, a, a blessed family time. And boy, I loved hearing from Paul this morning, Paul Whitmire. Paul, thank you for uh, sharing, man, that guy just loves God, loves people. I am so thankful for you, Paul. So thank you for, for being with us. Now, I want to tell you that the, uh, the invitation to speak today uh, came during a very interesting uh, season and actually an interesting moment for me. The message, the email message from Brian Hickson showed up in my inbox on Monday, December 12th, I've got that day in my brain, Monday, December 12th, as I woke up in my hotel room in Rome, Italy. It's my first morning to wake up in Rome, and, and, and Brian's message was, 
was in my inbox. Now the reason this was an interesting moment for me was not because of where I was, but it was, uh, it was because I was in a season of asking God for clarity. And, and then Brian's message arrived. Now, let me just say, I've worked with Brian uh, for the last 15 plus years, so I know how good he is at, at details. And his message to me was very thorough. I mean, very, very thorough. So he started with, let's call it a request. Started with a request. But then he continued with sharing the theme for Mission Month. And, uh, and he had in there the guiding scripture. He had in there the whole conceptual framework of Mission Month. Like, okay, most people get uh, emails or short things. Brian doesn't get that yet. Okay, he was a missionary in Africa. He doesn't get that one yet. So uh, he gave me the concept. He gave me reasons. He gave me goals. Um, he gave me my. He and then he gave me my final task. And then his final sentence was, "Thanks for your acceptance of this challenge." <laughs> Smiley face. You know, without, without him even knowing it, uh, Brian's email was a confirmation of the clarity that I was seeking God for. And for me, it was a great example of, of why we're better together. You know, this year we've said our theme is gather and unity, and from that flowed our theme of better together for Mission Month. It, it was a great example of why we're better together. And without us even realizing it, God brings his people together in ways that give us hope and, and give us clarity and give us purpose and give us encouragement. And I hope that that's what happens for you in this church family. You know, I hope that as you seek God, that this church family will help you see God at work in your life. And I hope that you've seen that this month. For me, it's, it's been really, really impressive and, and encouraging for me to see, you know, just the number of people who have uh, not only been engaged with, uh, but have also been fundamentally shaped by their missions experiences. I mean, that's, that's what I've heard. You know, their faith in God and, and his work in the world has been formed and it's been grown and it's been challenged and, and even excited by seeing God's movement in the lives of his people around the world. Last Sunday, I tried counting up just sort of the number of people who have, have been involved, like those, the number of people who have spoken on our panels right in the last, in the last month, just sharing their personal experiences and then I started thinking about all of the people who, who have led and served during our worship times, leading the songs and uh, doing the homilies and, and doing the leaders moments, 
doing the prayer for the nations. You know, I started thinking about all those people. And then of course, I had to think about all of the people who have taught and prepared our children to do what they've just done this morning. Is that a powerful testimony of God at work in this church or what, my people? Come on, right? Our kids, did you see that power of faithful testimony from our kids that say, hey, I'm participating in God's mission? You know, I thought about our mission team who planned and implemented everything this past four weeks, and of course, I know that our staff has created the pathways for all of this to happen. Then when you add on top of that the videos and the stories and the names of our missionaries who are being the hands and feet of Jesus to people every day, people that we're, we're never gonna met. I, I mean, I lost count, okay? I lost count of all that. But church, we know that something holy happens when we join together and invite God's presence and mission in our lives. We've seen that this month. Now, if you've been at the Springs for the last few years, then you know that we highly value gathering together, right? I mean, it's, it's an anchor for us, you know? It's one of our three Gs, gather, grow, and go. I mean, we mention it most Sundays, but more importantly, we try and live it. And we do that because we believe that Jesus is present when we're together, right? And it's, this, it's what he said. Where two or three gather, I am with them. I am with you. I mean, let's just get this. I mean, he's here. He's with us. That's why it's better. That's why we're better together. You know, I mean, as charming as many of you are, right? I mean, and as, as talented as many, most or some of you are, I mean, we've got a lot of talent in this church. You know, and as, and as generous and gracious and kind as all of you are, we're not better together because of us. I mean, we're better together because of him. He's the giver and sustainer of life. He is the author and the perfecter of our faith. The Alpha and the Omega, the one who was and is and is to come, he is the one who is love. And he said, when you are together, I am with you. He's for us who can be against us. You know, one of the challenges of being the last speaker in a series is that sometimes you worry uh, what there will be left to say. And... Uh, I confess to feeling some of that. I mean, I've just loved hearing from Brian and hearing from the Shreks and the Gomezes, uh, hearing from Chris Shelby last week, um, from our homilies. I mentioned Paul and the others who have shared their homilies. 
Um, yeah, I really appreciated Chris saying last week that the, the great commission flows from the greatest commandment. That, uh, that's going to stick with me for a long time. And as I was thinking about what to share this morning, you know, I started thinking maybe I can make this compelling case with, with all of the research that's out there that speaks to this truth that, that we need each other. If we are better together, I mean, that's a, that's a statement. What's the, what's the proof? What's the truth of that? You know? Uh, so I, it sent me down this road, and I mean, you've likely heard about, about the research in the early 1900s uh, about institutionalized babies. And, you know, they saw that, that they were dying of what's called marasmus, or that gets translated as wasting away, you know? had these infants that were under two years old that were dying due to a failure to thrive um, because of lack of human touch and affection. And we had this very, very clear, very direct indication that babies need others to touch them, to live. You know, uh, and you may have heard of, you know, one of the frequently taught theories of psychology that, you know, is understood and applied in, in lots of different contexts called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Have you heard that in one of your college classes? Yeah, now, well, Maslow was a humanist and he didn't recognize his, his need for God or understand his need for God. He did advance what is now widely, a very widely accepted notion, that one of the fundamental needs that humans have, that we have, is our need for each other. Okay, I don't wanna go that direction. So I thought, well, okay, maybe it's better for me to articulate, you know, this, you know, theologically, and I'm gonna get my bread on. I'm gonna articulate theologically and, and, and biblically how, how this truth that we're better together, how that is articulated in God's world. So I started praying, okay, theology of better together. That's what my sermon will be. And then four weeks ago, Brett preached that sermon. Right? He preached that sermon in our Scattering and Gathered series. And by the way, I'm so glad he did because he preached it way better than I ever could have. You know, I, I walked up to Vonda, his mo mother, Vonda Vanderzee, after, after church that Sunday and said, thank you for raising a son that can do that. Right? So. I encourage you to go back and, and listen to that sermon, how Brett just very thoughtfully moved us through scriptures in Genesis and Acts and Ephesians to teach us that God's, God's intention, God's purpose, his will is to gather us up in Christ. So Springs Church, it, it kind of left me this morning with, with just one simple question. What about you? If you're here today, I'm guessing it's because you recognize in some way your need for God. And 
you know, sometimes we are in, in seasons um, of life where we become acutely, acutely aware of that. And in, in fact, I'm, I'm pretty confident that, that some of you are in that, that season right now. You're going through that right now. And if that's you, please allow us to be with you. And please allow us to, to pray with you and, and to help you. But I hope you know that you are the answer to someone's prayer. Because you will be the one that steps into that space between despair and hope. You are the one who will bring that cup of cold water to someone who is in a dry and thirsty land. I mean, you will be the one who is carrying your corner of the mat as you're trying to get your friend to Jesus. And in this church, you will be the one that puts the welcome in welcome table. You are the one who will sit and pray with someone at Cross and Crown Mission in Oklahoma City. You are the one who will help a Muslim refugee in Athens, Greece, see that Yesu loves them. You are the one who will help a Japanese university student understand that God's love is for them as they serve street children in Cambodia. Church, you are the one who will be helping people in Germany and Belgium and Rwanda and Japan and Singapore and Greece and Iran, in Brazil and Honduras and Oklahoma City. You are the one who will help them experience God's love when you give your missions offering today. You will do all of these things. So I hope that you have a very real sense today that you are God's mission at work in his world. But I'm also compelled to ask you this morning, what about you? You know, we've spent a lot of time this month thinking about how God can use us together to reach the world with his love. But I don't want us to miss this crucial point. If you want to live out God's mission, you must live in God's love. Right? Let me just say it again. If you want to live out God's mission, you must live in God's love. Because God's mission, it begins in our own hearts. Soaking in the most profound truth that God's love is for me. 
So I want to ask you here, folks, this morning, what about you? I mean, have, have you received it? Have you received God's love that he has for you? I mean, if you're sitting here wondering that, let us help you with that. I mean, we've got a prayer room over here that people will help pray with you about that. You can come talk to us afterwards. You can reach out to our staff. But we want you to know that God loves you. Well, here's, here's my small contribution to our Better Together series. Just a minute here. We're going we're gonna to sing the song again that, that we've already sung today that comes from our scripture reading in Revelation 7. And I, I, love, I love that passage. It, it describes the ultimate vision of God's people, right? You know, we will be gathered with people from every nation, tribe, people, and language, and we're going to be worshiping around the throne of God from all of the places that we've mentioned this month and many, many more. I mean, let me, let me read this to you again. After this, I looked... And there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and they were holding palm branches in their hands and they cried out in a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. That's where we're going, church. And while I don't know exactly what eternity and heaven will be like, I do believe we will be part of the heavenly chorus. And, uh, you know, it may not matter, but I kind of hope we recognize each other, you know? Uh, if you're looking for me, we're going to be over here somewhere near the front. Kelly and I are going to try and get as, as close as we can. I mean, we'll be there. We'll be there. And we long to join those who have gone on before us. Hey, friends, I want to see you there. It, it, it will be better with you. And... Uh, Together, we're going to be singing this song.